studio. My name is Sam Famolaro, and I am the advocate and showrunner of the Uticast podcast, along with the beast incarnate, Kevin Sullivan. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. How are you? <laughs> you like that was quite a Paul Heyman intro right Thank there. you. I, I didn't really want to do your whole name screaming it, but uh, I appreciate I'm, that. I'm hung over that you're not screaming at me. Uh, episode 18, man. Halloween special. Halloween special. Uh, yeah, we have Nicole Grant from uh-huh. the Stanley Theater. Uh, we talked a little bit about her upcoming event, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show showing and the Rocktail Hour they're yeah. doing beforehand. And since she gave us a bunch of tickets, we're going to be giving away a bunch of tickets. Yes, that's right. We uh, we talked about it on Instagram, a little bit on Twitter. We'll be give, we have a few. I've given away one set, one ticket already to uh, my coworker Amy, who asked a great question for us that we'll do on the show later. So she's the first winner. Congratulations to Amy Clary Turner. Indeed. I think she's from Oriskany. I don't remember. Uh, but we'll be giving out a couple. I have one more winner who will announce on the show later on. Uh, so get at us, and uh, I will deliver the tickets personally to your house because there's literally no way to get it to you. Before. That's, <laughs> that's the, the only, only way. way. That's the only way. Uh, very lead a little bit. We have an Instagram uh, Instagram account now. I caved in. We do. We are Instagram people. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram people now. It's true. So now uh, we got to start coming up with the content to put on that thing. I know. I know. Uh, so yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Uticast. Uh, we teased last week about the Maiden Utica Presents event, the up-close event featuring Sleepstorm and yeah. uh, Lilo Hydration. That was last week. Uh, that was a good time. I had yeah. a lot of fun being involved with that. Good people. I was excited. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm liking to get into this live broadcasting. It's a pretty good idea. I yeah. couldn't make it to that event. I had to work. But I like I like us going there and doing like live pre-shows and live broadcasts and stuff like that. And it's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I, I just... Uh, it gives us another way to to expand, you know, our, our pull, right? I want more people to be allowed to get into the show okay so i want to address an email before we get into the show proper this week okay Okay. this is an email that was sent to us uh by a guy i know very well a friend of mine named jeremy williams who listens to the show every week he always talks about how much he likes the show Mm -hmm. um and this is his question okay how does the uticast feel about selling advertisements either now or in the future do you plan to keep this production a hobby? Some might even go so far as to call it a philanthropic effort. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> Thanks, that's funny. Really I kind. really appreciate it. Uh, or do you see this as a genuine business venture uh, venture in due time? FYI, I have no issues with these type of adverts in media, especially free media. Uh, also, if you'd rather not discuss your business on air, I totally understand. And There's it's too late. Too late. You're throwback homie, Jeremy W. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, I appreciate that question. This is something we we sort of... Once you know, once once it was on the news and we were in the paper and some stuff like that, people have been reaching out and asking about advertising. Yeah, and I know we've had some conversations about it. Um, I think at some point, realistically, to remain viable, to get those like new microphones and stuff that Ryan mm. Miller so desperately wants us to get. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think eventually you will probably see some form of advertisement mm. on the show and you know available to promote. Um, I think knowing us the way that I do, we'll probably be conscious about what it is that we advertise. Yeah, that's a big portion. I'm not going to advertise just uh, anything. I've got to be like okay with it. A couple things. Uh, the foremost, most important portion of this that I want to state for everybody is 
this show will never cost any money to anybody. If no, I have anything no, no, no. to say about it, this show will never cost anyone any money to listen to and enjoy. I like doing it for free. I like writing the show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That being said, this is almost a second unpaid full-time job. <laughs> it, 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 it does take time. It takes time. It does take time. Um, so uh, we are working on, uh, we're basically working on an advertising model. Right. Because yeah. we, we want to make sure contribute. that because well, it's very important to me that it's not all of a sudden the whole show is chock full of commercials and stuff. Right. Yeah. Because I don't. Because like that, that takes away the thing from yeah. the show, and I don't care about it enough to ruin what the show is. But by that same token, I think there will be a time where you see some advertising sure. become sure. a part of the Unicast. Plus, you know how much I listen to a lot of podcasts, and you know how much I like when I have to hear celebrities read live advertisements. It's true. I talk about all the time. Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast is my favorite. Stone Cold podcast. Brought to you by Squarespace. That guy could sell me anything. <laughs> anything. I would buy it. That's um, fair. I want to shout out your coworker. Yes. Uh, my we Last week we said we changed up the song for the show. And that'll probably be the new theme song. We did do some different music for the Halloween episode. Yeah, changing up and this week. And we asked if anybody knew what the song was. And uh, local Utica celebrity and aggressively proud Utican Gator <laughs> came up to me at work. He's like, I know what the song was. So uh, shout out to Gator. Gator was the first person to guess it. A couple other people have gotten close, but he came right up. He knew it right away. Yeah. And I want to tell everybody uh, you should follow Gator on Twitter at Gator for Mayor. Gator for Mayor. Which isn't a bad idea. And also, <laughs> um, if you follow him on Snapchat, I don't think there's anybody doing better work on Snapchat than Gator is right now. Like He's one of those guys people will be uh, laughing and be like, dude, did you see Gator's Snapchat today? It was amazing. So definitely check him out. Follow follow Gator on all social media and appreciate Gator listening as well. He is a bottomless well of entertainment. That it's guy. true. Um, all right. Uh, before we move on, I guess uh, you know we're getting to the show. Did you pick Halloween costume yet? Uh, no. no, it's Halloween for the past bunch of years for me has been an eleventh hour decision of just yeah. like I'm like oh man I got to go to this thing in an hour. Let me slap something together out of like the back of my closet. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, yeah. Let me see what I can make work. And I always end up doing like the same two or three things because they're easy. Uh, so, no, I have not, and I don't know what I'm going to be, but I'm going to need a costume for Blood Bash 4, so we'll see what's <laughs> yeah. up. I had sort of decided on a costume and was going to go buy it, and then, uh, for those of you who would like to know a little bit about me, I uh, my phone took a header yesterday off the countertop while I was cooking. Dude, your phone is smashed destroyed. up. Smashed up. So, the next paycheck I get on Christmas, uh, on, Christmas on Halloween... I'm going to have to go get a new phone. So Halloween costume this year will be a uh, recycled Halloween costume. I'm just going to go full kit wanker in the whole Liverpool gear. If you see a guy wearing soccer gear, it's probably me. Yeah, so, that's yeah. probably always you anytime you <laughs> see that. That's fair. All right, uh, Higgins is ready to talk about her least favorite holiday. Uh, let's do it, man. Exciting. We're into it. Let's go. Boom. I can't believe you took time out of your World Series Mets preparation to come in for the show this week. I can't believe for somebody who hates Halloween as much as you do, you're here for the Halloween episode. You know, I had a little bit of a qualm about it, and but I knew that I had some pretty good new, news stories for Halloween, so I had to sort of play it up. <laughs> Fair enough. But I do. I hate Halloween. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Guys, I was thinking about this earlier today, um, because I'm a nerd and I make a lot of playlists for almost everything. It's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thinking about this, and my cousin sent me... A new letter. Cousin Joe sent me a letter. Cousin Joe! Cousin Joe 
is putting together a Halloween party for next weekend. Oh, how fun. Yeah, he's excited about it down in New York. And he is trying to come up with a playlist uh, for the party. That's a tough one. And his question is, what happened to all the Halloween music? Is it just the Monster Mash? What do you play for Halloween parties? And that got my mind sort of wandering. And we're playing a lot of miscellaneous music in the bumpers today. Yeah. To set the vibes uh-huh. for it. Uh, but I think it's true. I think Christmas co-opted all the, the, the popular holiday songs, right? Like, what Halloween songs are there? Uh, there's not really a ton. I mean, you've got Thriller, of course. You've got the of Monster course. Mash. Um, you got that good MC Hammer, Adam's Family theme song. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. You have Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Uh, like, is Werewolves of London? Do you know oh, Werewolves werewolf Bar Mitzvah? That's the thing. When you make a Halloween playlist... Like for Halloween, you just like Norwegian black metal for the whole Halloween. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, essentially what I would say. There's a couple different ways you can go. You can go like the metal route, right? And just yeah. go like hard metal. I think there's a different way to go if you want to have like a cool Halloween vibe, right? Anything that's got like synth or like dirty kind of funky vibes. Like, uh, if anyone heard of a band called Dark Side... Their whole album is a great Halloween album. It's very like slow and moody. And if you're playing yeah, it at a party, see, like, like Dark Side fits as fits for Halloween, but it's not Halloween music per se. Right, right. I not work, traditional though. I work in elementary school, as you guys probably know at this point. So I could give you guys some serious holiday music. I work out in music class. Twelve spooky ghosts. It's a good one. Twelve spooky ghosts. It's a good one. Uh, I've never heard of that. Can you oh, sing it for me? Nope. Come on. Uh, nope. I don't remember uh, the words. Does anything? Does anything with like ghosts or monsters in the the song or title just count as Halloween music? Like, if you listen to Ghosts of York, is that technically a Halloween song, even though it has nothing to do with Halloween? Yeah. yeah if you listen, no. Well, any Rob Zombie song is a Halloween song, right? True. Yeah. Like, yeah just listen to White Zombie. White Zombie. That's White Zombie was great. That's fair. Uh, I came up with a couple. Like, all right. So, like, Nine Inch Nails, right? Is Nine Inch Nails a Halloween? No. I don't think no. So. God no. It's just industrial and lame. Uh, industrial yeah. for sure. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. <laughs> I know I do know how you feel. Um, you could essentially just do industrial the whole time. Uh, could be. What about Radiohead, there, there's kind of a creepy song. No, no. no. It's got Halloween vibes though. No, it's, it's got doesn't. sinister. I want evil dancing. Is the vibe I'm going for? <laughs> you just want evil, evil yeah, dancing. That's I, the next name like of our band. If you evil want, dancing. if you want evil dancing, then you just go to Blood Bash for Harvest of Souls at the Dev. That's very true. <laughs> I'm very excited. I suppose we should ask friend of the show, Thomas D, see what he's going to play on Halloween to see if True. he knows the good Halloween The Monster track. Mash. He's just going to play the Monster Mash on, on repeat. repeat. Over and over hours. and over. That's what drives people insane at the Harvest of Souls is the, repetition, or the repeating of Monster Mash over and over again. Fair enough. Uh, so thanks, Cousin Joe. I guess, the, you know, be creative, but just don't pick any song that has a monster or anything in the title because Werewolves of London is not a Halloween song. No, no. It's, it's not. No. Um, all right, so... Uh, one of the ladies who won the tickets earlier, Amy, Amy Clary Turner, as I mentioned, my coworker, sent us a question this week, and she won free tickets to uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was going to say, I think yeah. there are some songs in Rocky Horror you can give away as... Um... That's true, too. Rocky Horror has a lot. You know what's funny? I have no, other than like a vague idea that people go ham for it and dress up, and Tim Curry in that costume. Oh. I've, never, I've never seen Rocky Horror. I don't Tim really Curry, though, any... is the only reason to see Rocky Horror. Fair enough. Bobby Loaf. Isn't he loafing? I don't care about him. Oh. Okay, wait a second. Anyway. Can we just back up for one second? Because I, I found a Billboard track of the 10 greatest Halloween songs. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Okay, ready? Uh, number 10 is This Is Halloween by Danny Elfman. This oh, is Halloween. This is Halloween. Oh, yeah, good one. All right. Okay. That's fair. Number 9 is Highway to Hell by ACDC. Nope. Nah. Absolutely not. Nope. 
Number eight is Don't Fear the Reaper by mm. Blue Oyster Cult. That's more along when you get warmer. Number seven is actually a Radiohead tune. They went with Creep for Radiohead. What yeah. the f- Oh, no. This is Billboard. This is Billboard.com. No, yeah, not Creep. No. Oh, my God, you're going to die. Number six is Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Yes. Into it. Yeah. Number I'll five, put that in any play. It doesn't matter if it's Halloween song. or not. That's the Especially answer. if I'm having a party yet. Yeah. Superstition's going on. That's, that's the answer. answer. Yeah. Number five is Werewolves of London. Nah. <laughs> Told you. I Okay, number four is Deal with the Devil by Pop Evil. Got nothing. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. Number three is Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Oh, Into it. You have Into to go it. with it. Number two call. is Monster Mash by Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. Then what's number one? If Monster Mash is number two, got to be Thriller. Thriller! Yeah, that's about right. That's right, work. Nice ahead. investigative reporting. There. So, you know what? I'm really good with a smartphone, you guys. All right. So back to what I was saying. My coworker Amy gave me this question, and I was thinking about it, and I think there'll be some hot takes. Her question was, how old is too old to go trick-or-treating? Um, middle I, school? I stopped when I was like 10. Maybe. Eighth grade and you're pushing it. Here's the thing. In, um, when I was going to school and I was about that age, the ages of like 7th and 8th grade were more for the kids that went out and wanted to shave and cream people's houses and egg the trees or yes. whatever. Toilet paper. Right. Just cause yeah. a ruckus. It wasn't so much about trick-or-treating as it was about going out and causing a scene. For sure. There's a definite shift at a certain age There's where you shift. no longer care about candy. Sixth grade's kind of iffy. I stopped when I was like 10. It's because I hated every minute of it all the way through when I was little. Which it actually it blows my mind that even when you were a little kid, you disliked something that was about you dressing up in costume and getting free candy. I hated it. Like that seems so up your alley. I think I had being well, I because I could just do that like on a Tuesday. Like that doesn't bother me. Fair. But um, the idea of going to people's houses and knocking on their door and asking for things it just felt so like invasive to me as a child that I just couldn't do it. See, I used to have the tricks, right? Like I used to go up to North Utica where my grandparents live. Yeah, that's and that's old folks up there. So what you do is you find the house that has. The best candy. Yeah, the full-size candy bars. Right, and then you change masks. My grandparents were full-size candy bars. My grandmother lived in North Utica as well and would shut off her lights (laughs) and turn off all the stuff. And sometimes she'd come to my house in Clinton because we lived in, like, the woods, and so nobody would be there. And she would just ignore Halloween altogether. Yeah, that's where I got it from. That's what my dad was like, too. Yeah, my dad does that in New York Mills. Like, he locks down his house, doesn't turn the lights on. He does not want to give candy. My dad would hide, like, in a bathroom. Don't come on my property. Yeah, get off. Actually, it's funny you mention that because I've been thinking about it a little bit. We live in trick-or-treating territory. You really do. We're definitely going to get people coming to the studio. You have to get candy. And that's dangerous to have candy in the house because I'll eat it. Yeah, but trick-or-treating is Saturday night. We'll be like out. We won't be home. So leave a bowl of candy on the stairs and leave. Oh, that doesn't work because then someone comes over and takes the whole bowl and pours it in their bag. And you know what? For that kid, smart. Good for you. I I can't really knock that kid for doing his thing. You you steal all Um, that candy from the bowl and you go and sell it back to kids at school the next Monday. Or just put raisins and toothbrushes in the bowl. So we say say middle school then, right, is the number I'd say early middle school. I'm going to tell you guys a crazy story, okay? I used to live in South Utica at a different house from right here, not too far away, up on Valentine break. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was prime... Halloween territory. We got yes. great trick-or-treating yeah. action up there. It was one year for Halloween. I remember this very specifically. I was sitting home. We'd come back from trick-or-treating, and someone rang the doorbell. And my mom went to go answer the doorbell, and it was an elderly woman in a skeleton costume. Like, a legit, like, like skeleton. That's how a horror movie starts. Pretty right? Much. Pretty right? much. And this woman was like, trick-or-treat. And my mom didn't really know what to do, so she said, oh, uh, Okay. And she just reached behind her and put a bag of candy in. And the lady said, thank you, and walked away. And I remember thinking, like, what? 
What can, just happened? What happened just now? Did like an elderly oh, woman roll up at like late maybe it was maybe it was some kid with the best costume of all time. He was dressed as an elderly woman dressed as a skeleton. Well, it was actually like some enterprising eleven year old with like an interest in practical it effects. It was three kids on top, like sitting <laughs> on each other's shoulders, like in a trench coat. Well, you know, nine foot tall old woman. The weird part about that story is the next morning when I woke up and went outside, that bag of candy was on the steps. She didn't take it. No, it fell through. She's a ghost. Oh, she's yeah, a ghost. She's a ghost. Okay. No, uh, I thought it was because your mom's a school teacher and she was giving out like raisins <laughs> no, and patties. No. That's what I would that get. last part was made up. Uh, the only did show up to my house, and I always, always think about that. It was such a weird moment. Um, but this touches on another question we got on Twitter from our friend Tolerated13 on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and his question was it was really, it's, he wanted to know where the best candy. No, he said his question, I remember reading his question. He specifically was like, is Proctor Boulevard as good for candy as all of the legions of cars going up there and dropping their kids off would suggest? And mm-hmm. I remember being a kid trick-or-treating in South Utica, and, like, at that time on Proctor Boulevard, there were a ton of kids, like, right in my grade and age range, and everybody would go up there, and, you know, my parents' house is only a block over from there in Gear Ave, and, yeah, those houses, all those houses have candy. Everybody participates. It's not a bad neighborhood to take your kids trick-or-treating, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because I remember being up there... Um, you would see a ton of kids come in from all over. Like, you would see cars come in from all different parts of the New city. New Jersey, areas. <laughs> Montana. <laughs> I just mean, like, West Utica, East Utica, oh, different parts, but still. It's been such a long time since I've actually been... Because I, I haven't even taken my nieces and nephews trick-or-treating because I've been gone, right? Yeah. Like, this would be the first year I actually maybe go with them to do actual trick-or-treating in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. If we're here, right? We're probably we'll, we'll be at uh, Blood Bash 4 Harvest of Souls at the death. But, um... But it's when we were kids, that was legit. Like that whole area of like Proctor Boulevard and Douglas Crescent, and that whole area was swamped. Yeah. So many kids, you, just yeah. insane. It looked like it was out of a movie. It looked like it was out of a, like out of like a hocus pocus yeah. type film or something like that. It's uh, you know one of my you know as an adult you know one of my least favorite things about Halloween is um, I don't know if it gets talked about all the time. I hate driving. Oh, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I remember, Terrible. like, I hate driving around because it's dark and there's all sorts of kids out and everybody's in costumes. Like, I hate driving around on Halloween because I'm so paranoid that I'm going to hit some kid or something. That's it's just, very true. Someone's going to throw something at you. I, not, oh. I, I don't care. Honestly, I don't That's what you throw something at me, fine. You throw something at me. We go to the car wash, it's fine. I just don't like going through though. these, sort of. Not me. Like, I get out and I chase them. Of course you would. No, no thanks. I'm good on that. I'm just afraid that I'm going to hit some kid out there. It's just so that's easy really, yeah, to that's do it. Very, like, very. I've true. been thinking about that every year for the past like five, six, seven, eight years now. When, I, when I'm like from coming home late on Halloween or I'm driving home from work, it's like eight o'clock, seven o'clock. I'm just so paranoid. So please be careful out there if you're going to drive on Halloween. Please, please, yeah. please, please, please. All right. So, uh, Aaron, do you want to do your news stories? Is it time for some news with new shoes? Halloween news. Halloween news with new shoes. Yes, this is Halloween. This is <laughs> Halloween, Halloween news. Okay, uh, really quickly, I've never seen that movie. What? Never really? seen it. We'll never. talk about that off, off, never seen it. off podcast. I've never seen it. I just, Halloween, okay, like we all know, Halloween's not my jam, so like it's just never been my thing. You like musicals, right? Yeah, but I just, I don't know. Okay, well. <laughs> so, I don't know, Tim Burton, well, 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 well. So, you were still good Tim Burton back then. Go ahead. That's, see, that's where it comes down to. I'm used to, like, Tim Burton of today where I'm just, like, over it. Okay, so, I have two Halloween-themed news stories. I had three, but my mother ruled one of them out. Whoa. I would like to hear about that one after we get off the Yes, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. She deemed these two to be the top two. Shout out to Cindy. Shout out to C. Lohagan. So, 
this, the first story is something that has is, is made the news rounds, and if you're unaware of it, then I'm glad you're listening now, but a dead woman was found in Ohio uh, hanging on a fence. Now, she was found a few days after her death. Prior to that, everybody in the town thought it was a spooky Halloween decoration. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, Surprise! Jeez. Not a spooky Halloween oh. decoration. It's an actual dead girl. That um, is so skeevy. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Even. I would like to think that I would be able to tell the difference. But with Not all these shit. tricks and trades and whatnot, who knows? They found it. Uh, they found her. She was like, she was on a fence. She had blood force trauma to her head and neck. So she looked like a Halloween, as the neighbors would put it, a Halloween zombie decoration. She looked very creepy Man, and crawly. Man, I guess, but jeez. That's, that's how horror movies start, right? Yes, now. and that's what they said. It was like something out of a horror story. Uh, so that's horrifying, but hilarious to me. And Because Halloween is like, whatever. So the next one is a story that I just shared with you guys before we went on a podcast. And yes. if you haven't seen the video, there's a video that accompanies my story. Go to Huffington Post and find it, or you can just Google anything of this caliber. Uh, you know, scary decorations near school district. Um, also, this <laughs> is the first. Line. Yeah, the first story was because it's right near the, an elementary school. The first story was in Ohio. This story is also in Ohio, which tells me that the residents of Ohio something is wrong there. Um, a local flyover states. Man. Uh, it is one of those flyover states. A woman in Ohio is had uh, was forced to take down her Halloween decorations. Now, this woman is a soccer mom mm-hmm. in Ohio. She has young children, and by all means, appeared relatively lovely. Uh, she has gruesome Halloween decorations in her front yard and was forced to take them down. Highlights include a baby impaled on a cross. Oh, yeah, I saw. <laughs> it's I... like a, but they're realistic dummies. She utilized realistic dummies, it's... and they're hanging upside down by crucifixes and crosses, and they have blood shooting out of their necks, and they look very realistic. <laughs> it's. I gotta say, you showed us the video beforehand, and yeah. I was ready to like firebrand these people for be like no you should be able to hang up what you want and then i looked at the decorations, the decorations and it's just like people hanging on inverted crosses and yeah it's, bodies it, wrapped up i get ropes. it i understand a lot of said, a lot of what looked like what suicide it looked a lot like suicide like bad. hanging people from trees and such and they're not even See, like it's people like her that make that poor other woman not get discovered for days because like oh yeah, days. yeah she was dead there for days i imagine what led them like tipped them off that it wasn't a halloween decoration it had to be the smell <sighs> but that's pretty much my news stories today um the third one involved a man sexually assaulting a jack-o'-lantern. But Whoa. we'll talk about that that's, later. Uh, you'd cast after all Yeah, it was, so that's what I had to say. She took down her Halloween decorations. Might I add that after I visited the Halloween decoration website and I saw them, she did not have a single jack-o'-lantern or pumpkin or regular actual decoration. No, no, she went... It was just bloody needles squirting blood and bodies. And then she went extreme, right? So she had all this intense, horrifying <laughs> cost, like, uh, like decoration, yeah. and then she decided to get rid of it but she didn't like. Well, let me get a pumpkin or some like no. <laughs> or some corn stalks, right? Or no, 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 no scarecrows. Zero. Food. Like she's anti-Halloween now. Then she put him in the backyard with her children's swing set. All right. Uh, so let's let's take a break for a second. Uh, we were lucky enough this week to have an interview with Nicole Grant from the Stanley Theater. Nicole uh, Grant. Thank she's the you. one who gave us all those wonderful ticket promos we've been giving away all week. We love those. Thank you, Nicole. You're yeah. the best. So uh, she hung out and talked to us a little bit about the Stanley and about the Rocky Horror event, and uh, let's check it out right now. Nicole Grant. Hey, 
good. No, it's good. And uh, I think uh, I'll tell you a funny story to start off because, uh, you know, I saw my sister was an actress growing up. She was a musical theater at, uh, at Syracuse and she did all sorts of plays in high school. And she, you know, I, I, we were always involved in, in musicals and, and, and Stan is a big deal for us. I remember as a kid, though, my stepdad and my mom took me to see a movie at the Stanley. My a total dad movie. My stepdad took me to see Bridge on the River Kwai. And it was the first time I had ever watched a movie at the Stanley. And it was really cool. And, it al- and I always think about it, even now. Like I go to movies all the time, and I don't ever think about it again after the movie's over. But I always thought it was very special to be at the Stanley watching this movie that my stepdad loved so much. And I always thought that was a, a cool memory. And uh, I think that that's uh, maybe ties in a little bit with your upcoming event here. We have Nicole Grant. Yeah, How you doing? Yes, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on the show. It was a pleasure. And uh, what's your job title over at the Stanley? I didn't ask you before we got on here, but what, do you, what would you refer to your... You would, you would refer to me as the Marketing and Special Events Coordinator. Marketing and Special Events mm-hmm. Coordinator. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on here. Um, and we're here talking a little bit about your uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show and Rocktail Party. Yes, we're excited. Yeah. So it is the official Rocky Horror Picture Show showing, and we have a little bit of a party before we go with the Rocktail Party. Why not? It's a you know, fun way <laughs> to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Is this the 40th anniversary this, this year? This is the 40th anniversary, and we actually have the Blu-ray DVD that was actually released for the first time. Mm. So it's going to be a big show. It's going to be nice quality. Mm. Um, so we're really excited this year. So I, I'm, I got to tell you, I, I haven't been here for a while. Uh, how long you, how long have you guys been doing the, the showing? We've been doing the Rocky Horror Showing for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, I came on board two years ago, and um, you know, since then we've been really pumping it up, um, and people have been coming, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And um, you know, we just want to keep doing it. People mm. love it. It's. All right, so you know, I, don't, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. When I was reached out, you guys reached out to us. Yep. And uh, I assumed that because it was the Stanley Theater that you were going to be an older person than me. Right? <laughs> uh, but the fact that you're on a podcast right now, you reached out to us, and you're talking to a crowd that maybe I don't always think associ- is associated with going to see like yes, yeah. theater. Do you yeah. think, is that something you're trying to do? I, uh, I'm actually one of the younger people that mm. works at the theater. I guess you could say one of the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, bring in kind of the younger crowd. This is a great show for the 20s, 30s, even 40s, yeah. you know. Everybody loves it because you get to dress up, you know, mm. trying to dress up as your favorite character. Uh, we're actually having a drag show, so stuff nice. like that. It's fun to, you know, get into. Um, we actually uh, have the entertainment provided mm. by Team Larry, and he's bringing in a drag queen. Her name is uh, B. Tish, and she's really well known for this area. So we're excited to have her mm. and all the entertainment, and it'll be really fun. Um, you, so you were here for this last year as well. What was yes. the turnout like for this last year? Did you uh, guys have a good time? Or? We had a pretty good crowd. About 200 people came through. Um, and, you know, everybody loves to dress up. They come in uh, full costume. Uh, and uh, they do a costume contest. And then everybody, you know, gets excited for the actual drag show. And then, of course, they do the time warp. So everybody's dancing in the lobby. <laughs> To the time warp, and it's just a really big party. And <laughs> it's and I, and this is just something I've noticed from being I've been to many times. Mm-hmm. I feel like that theater specifically, like the way it looks in there, 
it builds like especially for this kind yeah. of event, it has a nice vibe to it. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful theater to be in. And yeah. that's something that always stuck with me. It's and maybe I don't again, I I think about I talked about this a little bit with uh, one of the other people I do the show with beforehand. I sometimes forget that the Stanley is here, and I don't mean that in a negative mm-hmm. way. I've always uh, I've always thought about it as this place, this pretty amazing cultural center, but I think because everyone thinks about it as that thing, you sort of forget to support it as much sometimes, yeah. right? Like, it's not as... I don't know, I don't hear about it as often. And I, it's a shame because it really is, like, a landmark building, and it's so beautiful, and it's such an important place to the city. And I don't know, I, that's just my yeah. take on it. No, I think it's true. Sometimes it's hard, especially um, with, you know, younger people to try to push certain shows. You know, every show with it has a certain age range, and I feel like when I was in college, I almost forgot, forgot about it as well. Yeah. Um, but as I, you know, got out and got into social media more, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that's something actually I use myself to promote the things at the Stanley. And I see the more that I'm doing that, it's getting the younger people involved. Right. And now they're more aware of what's well, going I think, on. Well, I think what happens sometimes is people only associate the Stanley Theater with, like, you know, like Broadway Theater League. I'm going to go watch a musical. And yeah. I love musicals. I was yeah. an actor, so I think that's great. But I don't, you know, I think that's a certain type of thing. Because most of the shows I've gone to see at the Stanley over the time I've been there have been other events, whether it's, uh, you know, I think Jerry Seinfeld was there a long yeah. time ago. And, like, not, less than two weeks ago, you guys had REO Speedwagon. Yes, we had REO Speedwagon, and that was um, a great show. We yeah. had over 2,700 people there, and it was a big Big party. Everybody was having a good time. And oh, my mom was we excited. excited. She was very hyped up for it. She <laughs> loves... It was, at her, it was her wedding song. She loves it. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's a really interesting angle that I think... Because uh, like, I... God, I remember the last show I saw at the Stanley that was a live act was a, was a rapper named Lupe Fiasco. This is okay, years yeah. ago. Yeah. But I remember being like... Just, again, watching a show at that venue is very singular. It's very beautiful. It's very... It's, it's different than going to see something at a club or a bar, right? You know, you're... I mean, the theater itself is a great venue for concerts and musicals mm. because it was built specifically for that. The acoustics are perfect mm-hmm. in there. So it's hard not to, you know, really love what you're hearing when you go there. Mm. I see you have uh, I see you have Gordon Lightfoot coming up, and I know... I'm, I'm looking at your list yeah. of things. That one's tough for me. I'm a big Gordon Lightfoot guy. <laughs> I like Gordon. Yes, Big fan. He's, he's coming on November 8th. Um, <laughs> that's at 8 p.m. And we're really excited to have him. Um, Jerry says he's like the Canadian Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had like one song of his that used to haunt me. Uh, back when I, it, was, it would play a, a job that I worked at and it would come on like once a day. I would always look forward to it. But uh, I still, that's the one song that haunts me. It's called, I can't even think of the name of it. I'm gonna, I'll find it later. Um, <laughs> so we were talking a little bit before you came in here. Uh, Stanley Theater was built in 1928. Yes, 1928. That's uh, you're getting pretty close to 100. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Have you guys thought about like that going forward? Like, is there? We're looking at the milestones. What can we do? You know, for a big gala or something <laughs> like that. So we're, you know, it's in the works. We're thinking about it. So I guess, in just looking forward, would you? Do you think maybe that's something to do going forward? Is to bring in different things as well, like more like Ariel's Feedback and stuff, more movies like the like this Rocky Horror Picture Show, just to get more use out of this beautiful establishment, this beautiful building that maybe doesn't have as many events as it could have, it's, you know? Yeah, we're definitely um, trying to bring in more events, a uh, different range of events, if you will. Um, I think over, like this year, you probably notice more and more is happening, and 
that's what we're doing. We're trying to bring in something that appeals to everybody, you know. <clears throat> so it's not just your Broadway Utica shows and musicals, which are great and, and they're fun, but you know, you need something different, like Rocky Horror Picture Show or the Gordon Lightfoot, mm. or even you know, we have a, the Price Is Right live coming up and something like that. Everybody loves game shows, so oh, dude, that's different. that's I have a soft spot in my heart for the Price Is Right. That's that's right up my alley. We actually have people calling us every day, and they're like, "Is Drew Carey coming?" And unfortunately, he's not because it's a stage show. Right. Um, it's similar to the show, but it's not. We they're. Uh, they have a special guest host. His name is Todd Newton. Mm-hmm. He's a supposedly kind of a you know well-known guest host. Yeah. So hey, it'll still be a good That's show. That's good. Though. It ties into what we're talking about, though, like expanding the the usefulness of this facility, right? It's not. It doesn't. It's not just this one specific thing that it does. Yeah. Um, it's Halloween. We're getting close to Halloween. Yes. Um, I have to ask. Growing up, always was told that there's a haunted seat. At the Stanley. I'm not saying you need to deny or confirm the haunted seat. But the Stanley's definitely haunted, yes? I believe it is. <laughs> I, I work there. Um, some of my coworkers are, you know, skeptical. Some say no, and others kind of feel the same way. Um, but I've had some, you know, just things that happen... <laughs> Nothing crazy. Like, I've never seen, you know, a big figure or anything like that. But I've, you know, been there uh, by myself before, and I've heard noises. And, you know, we're near Genesee Street, and we've got the restaurants in between us. um, And sometimes I have to think, I'm like, wait, is that the Ancora? You know, is that Sony of Swifties? Is that, you know... But sometimes if you're really there alone in the theater and it's just, you yeah. know, you hear a noise, it's kind of, you know, hard not to wonder. The story that I had always heard growing up, and I'm, I, I don't know if I'm extrapolating on stuff. It's a long time ago, but I had always heard that there was, like, one seat specifically that you weren't supposed to sit in because somebody would, like, the ghost would try to, like, make you get out of his yes. seat. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just... People say that. Um... We actually, you know, we have, we try to do sellout shows. We actually really haven't sold out, sold out, um, because we do have 3,000 seats. Right, right. But it's, a, it's a bigger venue than it, you know. Yeah, we try to, you know, as they say, sell every seat as we can mm. to make up the, the money. But we do always manage to leave, you know, some seats open, you know, <laughs> especially in the balcony for some reason. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, Nicole, so we have uh, October 30th is going to be the Rocky Horror Picture Show and Rocktail Party. Uh, what time is it starting, this event? It's the Rocktail Party starts at 7 p.m. and then right at 8 p.m., uh, maybe a few minutes after, depending on how, you know, how rocking the party is, they'll uh, get the movie going by 8, 8, 15 p.m. Awesome. And uh, you were nice enough to bring us some tickets for this event. Yeah. And uh, with your permission, what I think we're going to do is we're going to give them away to listeners on our Instagram account, if that's all right. Yeah, that'd be great. So, um... Because I have tickets already. We were going to plan on doing this anyway. But was this five tickets? Anyway? Yeah, we have uh, we have two pairs of each, so there's there's ten tickets altogether. Awesome. Pairs of- so, uh, folks, thanks to Nicole Grant, you might get a free ticket to Rocky Horror Picture Show on Saturday. Listen, I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're very busy. I know you're coming yes. fresh from the theater right now, yes, right? Yep, yep. Events all the time, so we're we're staying busy. We're keeping it going. And- That's the best way to do it. Uh, I ask this to everybody before they leave. Uh, Nicole Grant, Stanley Theater. Who are you in your own words? Who am I? Uh, I am 
energetic, fun. <laughs> it's tough, I know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Try to, you know, keep it, keep it, you know, everything light. Try to just make fun with what's going on, even if you're stressed, you know, with the entertainment industry, everything going on. Sometimes you just have to laugh things on, so... Well, you're certainly you're certainly very generous, and we appreciate you coming out of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. And for uh, folks, that. we're gonna get some tickets out to you. Thank you very much. Happy Halloween. Thank you. You you're too. You're very welcome. We'll be right back with the show, guys. Toothpaste back in the tube. Uh, <laughs> thank you again to Nicole Grant from Stanley Theater. Uh, we appreciate your time, and uh, I will be there in a couple weeks at the Stanley Theater. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, sorry, continue. No, no. no side I, comment. I'm going to see. Uh, I'm going to see the medium. The medium. There's a medium coming to the Stanley November Theater. November fifth. November fifth. Long Island Medium. Long Island yeah. Medium. Yeah. I got that on the. She gave us this coming up. This oh, very this cool. Yes, yeah. yeah. oh, I'm going very. to see. The Long Island Medium. I'm very excited. You and, you and my mom. Oh, uh, my mother and I are going. We have front row tickets. Speaking of my mom, she sent us a Unicast mailbag question. Did for she Halloween. really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's the cutest yeah. thing. My mom. Shout amazing. out to Angela K, one of the most lovely ladies. Around. Side note: best spinach dip in America. Yeah, that woman makes spinach the dip best. Is fire. She has to make it for her everything she makes is that good. Anytime he brings uh, home food from his mom's house, or like if I'm up there and she's she made those food. beautiful apple tarts Incredible. the other day. She's good she made like those that. beautiful apple tarts, and I wanted to I wanted to talk to her about them because I just I just was dying to know how she got them like you that. You would have such a good time because you guys are very... She's a first grade teacher for like 44 years. Oh my God, I'm going to see her. All right, so her question... She was, she's in Chicago spending Halloween with my sister and her kids. Oh, right? how fun. Yeah, yeah. So her and my sister sent a joint email. This is the email. It's not even a question. It's just a request, apparently. This is what it says. From Kelly Bailey and Mom. Hocus Pocus, Casper, Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, and the Satanic Regurgitator. Okay. What? So That's all it says? That's all it says. Uh, so it's not a question, it's a list of four things. list of things they want us to talk about. So here's real quick. Satanic regurgitator. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, that's a little something different. Uh, All the management with Eddie Murphy didn't see it. Don't know. No. Don't care. No. Right? But yeah. I do like the ride. So you can tell that these are both women that spend their time around young children quite often. Yeah, but I've never seen it either. Uh, Casper. I did see Casper. I saw Casper when I was young. Casper's all right. I was all right. You know what? It's one of those movies that I put on for the kids and I walk away. Who is that girl in it? She turned out to be babe. Uh, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did enough. put it in and I walked away because it's not my uh, bag. And then there's uh, there's Hocus Pocus, the pumpkin spice of Halloween movies. All right, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about Hocus Guys, Pocus. My girl, my best friend Katie loves Hocus Pocus, and I can't have the heart. All girls, all girls. I don't every have the heart, girl, I don't have the heart America, to tell her that I, I freaking hate it. I can't tell you guys how many that of all the things that was sent to us this last two weeks by Halloween, Hocus Pocus has been brought up about six times. I hate it. Yes. I've never seen it. Am I missing something? No. I saw no, it once. I saw no, it's, it once. It's, it's fine. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not... I'm, as far as, like... I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. It's fine. Like, if it was on TV right now and I was slipping through, I'd watch. You I know wouldn't. what I mean? I'd I probably, probably wouldn't watch the whole thing, but I'd watch for a little bit. As You know, as far as, like, general plebeian Halloween movies go, it's that's where you are. It's pedestrian. Jesus. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. Chuck, can you be a little more condescending? I just hate it. I hate it. And now... What the hell is the satanic regurgitator? Yeah, come right. back up to that Okay. Place. So this is this is just for you folks. Tanner Regurgitator is a home movie 
that my sister made in high school that I was in. I was about eight years old. <laughs> it does not surprise me <laughs> okay. whatsoever. So the idea of the satanic regurgitator is that this gentleman, played by one Sean Clare, uh, is a murderer who kills people and then throws up on them mm-hmm. after he's killed them because he's possessed by the devil. Okay. And that was the point of the movie. It was like a horror comedy they filmed at my house on Valentine Bray with an old, like, on-the-shoulder camera. Very good. I appear in this film as the, like... Victim number three. As, as like, the Dosex Machina at the end. I'm, I'm not even joking. It's me in my ninja, like, pajamas who comes out and stabs him with a fake sword and then go, into the camera, and that's how the movie ends. Um, you killed the satanic regurgitator? I killed him as a child ninja. Now, here's the thing. Wow. While I wanted to be involved with my sister and her friends, because they're older than me, and they were cool, and very they were doing cool. this thing, very it's, cool. they're not very My, cool. how the tables have <laughs> turned, right? Uh, so here's me. It's late at night. I want to be involved in this. So I'm sitting there in my pajamas on the couch, and I'm watching them film the scene where Sean kills uh, Aaron Sabino, <laughs> who's this other guy who used to hang around, and then throws up on him. And when he... Throws up on him. It, he basically chewed up a piece of pizza and like threw it. Oh, up, right? that's disgusting! And then, and then like picked it back up and ate it, and it was horrifying. And as a little kid, so that was scary. And as a little kid, I couldn't handle it and threw up for real, like on my pajamas, on the couch, <laughs> on the floor, before, before, <laughs> or after your scene. Before I had to go change. So wait. So okay. How many okay. pairs of ninja pajamas did you own? Well, because initially, because <laughs> well, initially the pair that I was gonna wear was Hulk Hogan pajamas, and it was gonna be Hulk Hogan. Defeating this. So you stab the guy and they start playing real American? <laughs> yes. You definitely so. have the coloring for Hulk. So yeah, now you guys know about Satanic Regurgitator. Wow. That may be, can we get that on VHS now? Because I've watched no that chance. today. No, no, there is a copy of VHS floating around, but the problem is there's no way I can get it with Angela and Kelly in Chicago. If I can find it, Wait I will give it to Mr. Maiden Utica and he can post it on we'll their convert website. Convert it to YouTube. Convert yeah. it to YouTube. Isn't yeah. Angela in Chicago? Yes. Yeah, so can she, she get it now? Oh, is that her house it's, here? It might be in Chicago. Who knows? It could well, be in get it. But let's, Angela, let's, just get the phone. Get let's the phone move on. Uh, I have one more uh, mailbag question, too. Yikes. And this is a, from one of our winners. It's from me. I just sent it in. It was like, can we talk more about Satanic Regurgitator? <laughs> oh, good. Great. Oh, no. This is from one of the winners of our ticket giveaway. The man, Rick Fernandez. Rick Fernandez. Yeah. No. You know why? I'll tell you why Rick won. Because he's the only person who actually did both things that I offered. He said you could add us on Instagram. Or you could send us an email, and he did both. So Rick. you're a winner, Rick. We'll get you on DM. I will deliver your tickets personally. Yes. Personally. Uh, his question was, this is a great question, too. Might be a mailbag question of the week. What are your favorite and least favorite Halloween candies? Whoa, I know. Rick. Now we're getting into some deep stuff. Rick. Tell, I, I've known, I want to tell a quick story, because um, I've known Rick Fernandez for a long time. He's one of my younger brother's best friends. And every time I think about so. every time I think about Halloween candy, it reminds me of when we were little kids. And you know, he still likes them. When we were little kids; it was a whole different level. My brother loved Reese's peanut butter cups mm. to a level that, like, my brother is one of the kindest, most generous, you know, sharing people that I've ever known. He would give you the shirt off his back and then some. But on Halloween it. night, my brother would turn into the satanic regurgitator, <laughs> and he would just he would he would just completely. He would take every single Reese's peanut butter cup that was in my bag, my sister's bags, take them, okay. just no apologies, no nothing. He was like, yeah, got them. And I remember he could not get enough of the Reese's peanut butter that's cups adorable. when I was a kid. And that's what that reminded me of. Halloween candies. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cup is an all-time great. That's adorable. Um, the worst Halloween candies, though, because the best, it's all subjective. It's a matter of mm-hmm. taste. It's what you like. 
the worst, man, I got to tell you, these people, I don't even know where you would buy Necco wafers to give to children. I love Necco wafers. Oh, oh you, you're no. so old. I love Necco wafers. I like the black old. ones. They taste like black jelly beans. Oh, that's the worst. Black jelly beans are I my like favorite color jelly beans. Oh, no. Um, as you as like black jelly beans? I like black jelly beans, and I also like juji fruit, and I eat the black ones. I also like good and plenties, which are I awesome. I love good and plenties. Yeah. People are and I like, sick. I even like the black red vines, the you black vines. I can't eat black vines. I can't eat those, but oh I love juji. Okay, okay. I'll put it in my coffee and stir it like a stir. It's wow, yeah, that's next great. level. Next person to follow us on Instagram gets to take my place on the show, because I quit. You people are sick. <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite Halloween candy? You- uh, for me, um, Halloween candy probably... Damn, I don't know. Um, oh, I got a good one. It, I can't. You want to take the lead? You want to take the I lead? Candy corn. Oh, Jesus! Oh. Dude, God. candy corn is I'm gonna my. What a circus peanut while you're at it. First off, candy corn. Is, I'm gonna say candy Go. corn is like my favorite thing in the world. When I was little, oh, I used to eat the pumpkins. You know those candy corn pumpkins? Yeah, those were even worse. Those were the best. <laughs> now that I'm older, I realize those are just super gross. It's I, all about the candy oh, corn. I think my fa- my favorite Halloween candy is Reese's peanut butter cups, just because I never got any on Halloween. Yeah, so you, you you still want them? You um, want those back? Yeah, send them to the studio. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why my favorite Halloween candy is a bite-sized Butterfinger. And I'll tell you why. Oh, that's fair. All right, because I a regu- some of those the other day. A, reg- a regular Butterfinger is, is a lot of Butterfinger. Too much candy, and it hurts my mouth. A bite-sized Butterfinger is a perfect, delicious treat, and that's I enjoy fair. it every time. Uh, least favorite candy, easy. Uh, either Bit of Honey or Mary Jane. They're the same candy, basically, right? Uh, those those are like hard. Bad. That's like old person those candy. I hate it. It, I wanted, like, that's one of those candies, like I worst. said, like with microwave for stuff like that. Where terrible. do you even find that to buy? That's like one of those candies that when I was little, we used to um, pick out our favorites and then we'd put them in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Like my brother and I would combine them so that we would be able to eat them like together as a team. Mm-hmm. And it was you know, a spirit of togetherness. I think my mom just wanted the best ones. So, so she knew if she could pick from the bowl, it'd be easier. So... <laughs> You know, because parents always tell you they have to look for like needles and un- you know unopened razor blades, which has never happened. Never, in the not once the in the history of America. An apple any, with a razor blade. A, a, who gives what? apples? What gives that apple anyway? First off, the razor blade's more expensive than the apple. The apple. Yeah. You're throwing the apple at some kid that you're so, like, You would have to be you're both throwing money away. You'd have to be both despicable and have a lot of disposable what? income. No, just throw like, I saw I saw a story today on the news, and you hear about this panic. We've been hearing about it since we were kids. They're like, you know. Authorities are worried that colorful ecstasy pills could be mistaken as Halloween candy by children, and people are going to give out ecstasy ecstasy. pills. These people who have these ecstasy pills... They're taking them! They're not giving away, they're taking them, and they're going somewhere. Like, people aren't handing out drugs for free to kids. They're going to, what is it, Bloodbath Anonymous 2012? What's it called? Bloodbath Anonymous. Anonymous. Listen, I'm not going. But, um, no, I think that those are the candy, bit of honey and all those sort of things that you find at the bottom of the bowl, and you're like, at the end, like, like November 5th, you're like, ugh. One of those hard... Well, could be from last year. (laughs) One of those hard candies with the jelly inside that has the strawberry wrapper on it. Oh, Underrated, underrated, underrated right, old lady so candy. Super right. underrated old lady candy. Uh, those and Werther's uh, original. I, oh. <laughs> I, like I love Werther's original. I, I don't know how they get so creamy when you're in your mouth. <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> story, uh, story of your life. Let's let's move on. I want to get to <laughs> I want to get to some over unders. We do have a couple couple Halloween themed over unders. Uh, we need real, to stop. Real quick, though, I have some Halloween films for the people out there. I gave Halloween book suggestions on Twitter earlier this week. How'd it go? Uh, not great. People don't like books. So, uh, here's the thing. I'm going to hit you up with five of my all-time favorite Halloween movies. But I want to throw this out. Um, Jaws is not a horror movie, right? 
No, no really. it's your favorite, so you can't Doesn't put that on every Okay, so no Jaws, no Jaws. Listen, you no can't put Jaws on. It's movie. his favorite Christmas movie. We'll be right in the show during the week, and he's like, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie, too. Let's move on. I watch it every Christmas. Number five. Black and white classic movie, Night of the Hunter, 1955. It's a classic. 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 Uh, number four, the original Poltergeist with Craig T. Nelson, because when I was a kid, that movie ruined my sleeping habits. When like, I was little, Craig horrifying. T. Nelson was the scariest dude in the world. He's still kind of creepy. Uh, number three, Misery, because I needed to get one Stephen King movie adaptation. And on. they usually yes. butcher his movies. And, yeah. And, yeah, and those are usually bad, but Misery is Misery dope. is really, really frightening. Uh, number two. John Carpenter's The Thing, one of my all-time... I knew that was going to be on. One of my all-time... Okay. Fa- you would have thought it would be number one. It was actually written down as number one on my What's list. What's one? The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. Number one Monster is my... Squad. Goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, oh, wow. We just cut my legs out from under me. With I had a squad. feeling. Oh. Monster Squad? Oh, what is Monster squad? squad? Dude, Monster Squad is the best kids Halloween movie. It's oh. basically an updated version of all the Universal Monsters... Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, yeah. all them guys. Plus, like the Sandlot. If you, you mean it's like it's like little young kids dealing with the monsters in this like comedy action movie. It's kind of it's it's dope. It's on Netflix right now. Go watch. Was that your number one though? Did I get it? No, you just cut my legs out because I can't say anything else now. That's the winner. <laughs> what I was, was gonna, number one. I was going to say Evil Dead Two, which is one of my all time oh, favorite horror right. movies. No. You know what I used to love? We, director, you know what we always used to rent around Halloween time when I was a kid? We'd always get uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid. Or Ernest and the Kids yes. Battle the Trolls. Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah, and uh, he kills him with milk. Right? I've never seen any of these, by the way. That's what? Did you know, like Halloween? Aaron's Joyless. Here's here's another I one for you. Halloween. Did you know that there is a Grinch Halloween special? No. That's yeah, the dumb. Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch That's has like a Halloween every holiday special. they have a peanut yeah. special now. The original Halloween too. No, oh, yeah. Uh, the, gotta say that. I love that movie. Great big pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That was our the the great gi- pumpkin. <laughs> Here's a big pumpkin, Charlie, Charlie. Brown. Is, is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or no, Christmas? No, it's a Christmas. That's the eternal debate, isn't it? It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's technically, yeah. That's, 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 like brunch. that's, that's a brunch. marketing department being like, we're just going to cover three months. Um, which is, we're covering three months. I've never seen that either. Like we've already said. Uh, I think Rocky Horror deserves a place on there just because mm-hmm. it has such a such a good, you know, it's quintessentially the role it plays is right near yeah. Halloween. And this one is kind of fringe but i want to say it because it was important to me growing up i always really loved the roseanne halloween episodes of the roseanne tv show they always had the best halloween episodes the i don't know i don't i don't, do, I'm really, telling I don't you. really like roseanne Look, a lot of people don't like roseanne I, I get it i love the roseanne tv show they always had great halloween episodes you go know watch my roseanne. favorite or simpsons i guess right treehouse of horror yeah. treehouse of horror is important. was it on last night uh, yes. yes. Yeah, I'll watch it on Hulu. I, um, I won't watch it at all. But my, I just want to say really quickly, my favorite Halloween movie is the World Series. God. Because right. it's going to be scary for the Mets fans. It's going to be scary for everybody <laughs> except for the Mets fans. All right. I only have, I only have two Halloween over-unders, but they're good ones. All right. Okay. You guys ready? Special short over-under. Number one, overrated or underrated group-themed Halloween costumes. Oh, I can see your eyes rolling through the... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me answer this as a girl. As a girl, I've, I've been a girl for 30 years. and, uh, and for Well, most of those years, yeah. <laughs> the 80s were tricky, but... Um, <laughs> so stunning and brave. <laughs> so stunning, so brave. So brave. So, um, I think that, you know, you, you go to college, you see every sorority is dressed like Care Bears or Shark Week, which is funny to me, but like, or good. any of, you know, so it's like, it depends. My, uh, my one of my best friends in the world's name is a guy named Roger went to a Halloween contest this past weekend in DC as Bruce and Caitlyn Jenner. 
Mm. Him and his his, his guy That's friend funny. from work. One was Bruce. One was Caitlyn. He was Caitlyn, which was you know whatever. But seventies era Bruce, and he was Caitlyn, <laughs> and they won five thousand dollars in a in a, in a costume yeah, contest. Winning, winning money is always underrated. always a good one. But growing up, you know, you're like if you weren't the girl that was invited to be in the Care Bears or invited to be in the Beanie Babies or whatever the hell they were doing this week, whatever slutty outfits they all could wear as a team. It was, like, so dumb to you from the outside. I never thought about that, actually, from, so, from that perspective, because so, it is pretty exclusionary, like, with larger is. groups of friends. It is. I think group costumes, it, I think it really fully depends on what the, the costume is. Not even just the group, what the costume is. Yeah. Like, okay, if I see one more, like, just tired-ass set of Ninja Turtles, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if you come up with something, like, really interesting and original and you knock it out of the park, that's awesome. That's the thing. And it's, so it's, like, how many girls... It's, it's almost like girl. From a woman's perspective, it's almost like girls need to be in a pack to dress like that, to dress sort of in a skanky manner. And, you know, please forgive me, collegiate-aged women, but, like, that's what they do. So I never did it because it wasn't really my jam. I didn't like that much nudity. Plus, it's really cold this time of year. Group costumes in general are always only as good as the weakest member of the group, right? Which is always me, by the way. It really, yeah, okay, well, there you go. Like, we did did Nintendo theme back at... Thomas Street. We all yeah, well, no, because we had, we didn't have that wasn't a group costume. That was a, that was a video game theme party. Right. So everybody at the party was dressed like a video game character, yeah, which but, was kind of cool. But then you get people who come to the party wearing like a pirate costume, and I'll be like, "What are you supposed to be like? Oh, they make video games about pirates." I'm like, you are taking advantage. Totally slack. Taking advantage. Totally slack. Um, That's me. All right, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say overrated. Okay. More often okay. than not, I feel like they're disappointing. Okay. Okay. Uh, overrated, underrated. Last one, fun size candy. Underrated. underrated. Underrated, right? Underrated. underrated. As somebody who never really had that much of a sweet tooth in my life, and like now as I get older, it's even less. Mm. Like a whole can if you gave me a whole Snickers bar, that's kind of a lot. <laughs> like I'm not really by, like I'm not really I don't know if I'm gonna finish yeah. that. I'll give somebody a chunk. Uh, the fun size, perfect size, a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Perfect size. Perfect fun Just size. a little taste. That's perfect. Uh, I know we ran a little bit long, it's Halloween, that's okay. I do want to share you a special story with you guys about the time that I met. One of my heroes. The satanic regurgitator. The satanic regurgitator. <laughs> this is about no, a satanic regurgitator. I'm it's in. not. Uh, Kevin, uh, you'll appreciate this. Kev, uh, me and Kev are huge, huge Stephen King marks. That's true. Huge fans of Stephen King. That's He's true. a nice guy, too. Uh, get your shot glasses ready, because I'm talking about New York. When I was living in New York City, uh, I was working at a restaurant in Times Square, and I was lucky enough to work a party one day that had Stephen King and wow. Meg Ryan and uh, who she did against that? John Mellencamp. Oh my God, John Mellencamp. You know what? You yeah, you've yeah. told me about these stories separately. I never realized they were all together. All together. They were working, oh, okay. they were one day, on, one big day. Yeah, it was one big party. They were working on something like as a group, right? Because they sure. were there together. Sure. Uh, so I I have a tattoo on my arm of the stand from the cover yeah. of the stand. Yeah. And I my my buddies, my coworkers, egg me. I'm like, you gotta go talk to him. You gotta go tell him. Like, you'll feel bad if you don't tell this person who you think so highly of how you know how yeah, important. Yeah, of course, of course. So. I go over there and I say, um, listen, Mr. King, uh, I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Like, I've read all your books since I was a kid. Like, you're uh, you're like a role model to me. I want to yeah. write a novel. I have a tattoo of one of your books on my arm, and it would be remiss if I didn't show it to you. And he said, okay. So that's exactly uh, how, that's how he sounds. So he rolls, <laughs> I roll up my sleeve, and I show him the tattoo, and he looks at it, he goes, ah, the stand. And I go, yeah, yes, it is. It is the stand. He was and like, so now, so now I'm like, oh my god, I'm talking to Stephen King. I'm in. I'm in. So here's the fanboy in me. I knew this little weird factoid about Stephen King. Oh, that yeah, Stephen yeah. King had a daughter who was a minister at a Unitarian church for a while Up in here. Utica. Right? Yeah, I saw him getting pizza right. like twice. So now I'm 
talking, and when me and Stephen King are now best friends. So <laughs> I feel the need to say, hey, is your daughter still like a priest in Utica? And he looked at me and was like, uh, no. And then just turned around and walked away. And I was oh, like, dude, you probably creeped the hell out of him. That's a good, that's good though. I scared the master of horror. Does your daughter still live in Does Utica? She, uh, <laughs> he, he'd be up here all the time uh, and he was like bopping around Clinton for the longest time yeah, and everyone was like he's just here Sean Bluff those folks up in Clinton lead I've never seen Stephen King around Stephen King was here Bon Jovi was here. we had a bunch of them yeah, it wasn't he, a big deal they talk about Utica and Tommyknockers right yeah in a lot of books yeah. and Tommyknockers well, his latest, and film, Zone, his, his latest movie is referred to as The Stalker and it's about that boy at a, at a thing who showed him its tattoo I think it's got a lot of backstory and it's really earnest, but then also really supernatural. Uh, guys, that's it. No more Halloween talk. Uh, Hold on. Thank oh, you, before God. we go, <laughs> we mentioned a couple times the dev this weekend, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday the 31st. Monsters Bash Anonymous. <laughs> Harvest of Souls, Halloween Blood Bash 4. Friday, October 30th at the Stanley, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Get at us on Twitter for your chance to win yes, tickets. Please get at us on Twitter. Also, all uh, of us. Real quick, if you're not looking to go out and rage, you want something during the day. Um, on Halloween Day, on the 31st, on Saturday, starting at noon from uh, 12 to 6 at the Hotel Utica, Haunts and Legends Live. They're going to have the guys from Ghost Hunters from the Sci Fi Channel and nice. some other people there. Really cool. Talking nice. about all sorts of different upstate haunts and things that have gone on and I everything like that. And they're also going to be doing a couple of people, if they stick around, can win um, a later night tour through one of the historic Rutger mansions. Ooh, cool. They're going to be doing really? tours through those all day and everything like that. That's super cool. So uh, reach out and do that. That's um, going to be going on, like I said, from noon to six at Hotel Utica. If you're looking for a daytime thing or if you're not looking to go out and party or something, and I definitely recommend checking that out. Really quickly, if you hate Halloween, please get at me on Twitter and we will make plans to not do anything, but maybe we could text. Guys. <laughs> but Aaron probably won't text you back. But I probably won't text you back. But I'll text you back. This is Halloween, guys. This is Halloween. The this is Halloween. 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 <laughs> Jesus. The Budacast.